0: tyre power. Winning deals always. MG coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. This is SENSA Summer Breakfast with Jared Walsh and Bryce Gibbs. 11 minutes to 8 on this Thursday morning. Uh, Mark Bickley joining us after 8 o'clock. Could be great to get Bix on SENSA. He is with us from Tuesday. Looking forward to having him in the studio. Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Bryce, uh, it is going to be a huge year for Sandful. You are sitting here wearing your South Adelaide hat at the moment. I've never seen you more excited than when we saw someone walking past wearing uh, what looked like a Panthers training top. Was that what they were wearing earlier?
1: Yeah, I think so. You don't see too many uh, South Adelaide supporters, especially from down Norlungaway, just uh, rolling through the city at 7 in the morning. So, uh, yeah, it certainly got me up and about.
0: We like that. We've had a really good opportunity to chat to some of the big names behind the Sandfield Clubs going into 2023 after the fixture was released almost this time last week. A man who is the head coach of the Double Blues from Sturt. Marty is on the line. Morning, Marty. How are you going this morning? Morning, guys. How are we? We're really good. We always like to ask our guests what they are having for breakfast or how they're having their coffee, and you are no different. So please talk us through that.
2: (laughs) Uh, This morning was toast and uh, jam. And a bit of orange juice. That was it this
0: morning. It's yeah, beautiful. It's basic, but it's beautiful, and we're we're big fans of that. How are you feeling heading into the season, Marty? You've got to have a look at the fixture, which is which is great. There's a couple of big matches for Cert, including uh, the big one against Norwood on Easter Thursday, which we're we're hoping that that's a regular fixture. What what are your impressions?
2: Yeah, I guess um, you yeah, know you always some things you like about the fixture and some things you probably would like to change. But that Norwood game is something that. We're very excited about it. I know Sue June, the CEO, she's worked really hard with Norwood to try and you know get something like that going, and hopefully you become a regular fixture. And you know, I would say being Norwood on a Thursday night instead is going to be quite a big crowd, which will be a great opportunity for us to um, get our season going. We play Glenelg Grand One, but yeah, a couple of tough games to start the season.
1: Uh, Tell us about some of the new recruits Marty uh, obviously Martin Frederick comes in uh, an absolute huge get for you guys Uh, We see Charlie Parker returning from the Bulldogs. You've you've got a host of other uh, Recruits this year How have they fitted into the the program and uh, how's pre-season pre-season been in general?
2: Yeah, so I guess yeah, those two you mentioned been have been really good Um, and then the other one's been Conor McFadden I guess from Brisbane so those three have uh, fitted in really well. They're training really well. They haven't really missed much. Charlie's, um, you know, come back from the Bulldogs um, and has been done 90% of it as well. But the other boys have been going really well. So, uh, and then a couple of kids from um, Sydney Swans Academy, uh, another one from Williamstown, Charlie Molan as well. So, um, yeah, those all those guys from Interstate have fitted in really well um, and been training really well. And, I guess, as you know, Bryce, it's pretty hard this time of year to sort of find out where you're at until you start playing trials. But, um, you know, we've been training really hard. Things have been going really well. Got a lot of players on the track. We played a bit of match last night. I think we had about 48 or 49 players play that. So um, in terms of the list, it's, you know, looking quite good at the moment. Um, but until you sort of start playing trials, everyone thinks they're premiers in this time of year.
1: Yeah. No one's, uh, <laughs> under the pump either, which is uh, always nice, but no, that's right. I want to ask you a bit of a different question. Obviously, uh, Sturt Oval, uh, has got a cricket pitch, so you can't actually yep. get too much time on, on Unley Oval this time of year. I drive past or drive up, uh, crossroads at times and see you guys training on a, on a little square patch of grass. How, how challenging is that for, for a club that has a cricket pitch on it? Uh, we're lucky at south we don't have that problem but uh, trying to find different venues to to train and get your conditioning in and as you said you've just played some match fitness trying to find ovals that allow you to do that um properly uh how do you find that challenge
2: yeah it is tough i guess um we train at Herbre, which is um going through i guess a uh, redevelopment through the SANFL and the afl with funding from them and so hopefully hope for the next few years that, that Oval will get better. We'll get lights, change rooms, um, all those sorts of things. I think you guys are doing the same with Cardine College um, as well. So all those things are starting to happen, yeah, because, I mean, with the juniors getting so big and women's footy and, you know, I think, and, yeah, we can't get on only Oval until cricket finishes. Um, it's really hard. But the other other venue we use is up oh, sorry, Erbro and Cornerstone in Mount Barker, um, which is in our country zone. So, um it's pretty good. It's only sort of a thirty minute drive for most players um out of the city, which is which is nice. Uh it's not too far. But that overwork the school's got goalposts, lines, and you know, nets behind the goals, no cricket pitch. So that's where we do most of our I guess match gym and, and footy related drills, gameplay drills I guess, and then um yeah, and c uh, yeah, he's got a little soccer field and a and a footy as well, which is which is great to utilize that as well. Marty, we spoke to
0: Jacob Surgeon last week about it being a good time to be around North Adelaide. It must feel the same being around Sturt because obviously reserves premieres last year against the Roosters. So that means there's going to be competition for spots. But you also get to see a bit of development in some of those reserves players that um, would only make training in preseason and when the season starts more competitive and good for the development of the club.
2: Yeah, that's sort of I guess something that we looked at last year was our reserves. You know, we did lose a few players. I guess the um, like bro- um brothers and then Manny Liddy as well, and a couple other guys sort of retired. But I guess the younger players coming through that played in that reserves premiership um, and a couple guys did get some taste of the league footy. But they're really keen to um, you know to keep pushing for league selection. I mean, the other exciting part of the footy club at the moment is that we've got. Um, We've got our redevelopment of stage two of the 80 grandstand, which should be opening in the next couple of weeks as well. So, you know, all those things are really exciting at the club. Um, and, you know, it's a really good season to look forward to, um, both on and off the field.
0: Now, what did you get to, up to in the summer? I, I said to Bryce earlier, I saw you more at Adelaide Oval than I've probably been there myself. So you really got around the summer sports, which we, I love seeing you there, mate, because it, it's, it, it's a time where you actually get to stop and spend some time with your family instead of focusing on the footy.
2: Yeah, no, it was, um, my, the, the boys, both my boys are pretty pretty heavily into cricket, they love their cricket, um, so we got to uh, the test match, uh, three or four days of the test match, which was great, um, also coincided with the eldest uh, birthday party, which was, took a couple of mates long to that, which was good, um, yeah, we also you know, tried and get away, we sort of head down to Port Wollonga, and, um, Port Elliot as well, for periods of the break as well, and try and get away, and. Relax and chill out. But, um, yeah, normally this time of year is probably the easiest time to spend time, you know, even in October when we do are on holidays and the season's not on, you're still recruiting and planning and all those sorts of things. So normally the Christmas sort of January period is a good time to, you know, relax and chill out and get away from it. Good time to get involved as a
0: member as well. So for those people who are listening who want to sign up and be part of uh, the Double Blues moving into 2023, is it as easy as just jumping on the website or contacting the club directly?
2: Yeah definitely yeah. get on the website um or yeah come into the club or contact the club and um buy a membership like I said it's um it's pretty exciting the club at the moment in terms of the new facility being built for for members and spectators it'll be a great experience for them to be able to come to games and and have a venue now where they can sit and have a drink and have a meal you know have a lunch and bin a lunch and, and then you know watch the game from that venue as well so it's pretty exciting for our members and supporters been able to get done only oval now
0: we appreciate your time on SENSA this morning. Marty Matner, good luck for twenty twenty three. I'm sure we'll catch up with you throughout the season. But all the best to you and the double blues. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Ross. It's going to be such an exciting year. I, I don't think I've ever been this excited about a Sandful season. I think the way that it finished last year with the the exciting grand final, the fact that we're not affected or impacted by COVID now, and also the talent, like people are choosing now to come back and play in the Sandful. where I think previously um, there have been some other decisions made about players going to play in the country, which they can do what they want, but people want to come back and play in this league, which is which is only good.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be even more competitive as you said than last year, which, which is great for the Sandford. It's great for local footy, and uh, I think it'll be great for the spectators as well. Knowing that every game you go watch your team play, they are a chance to win that game. So it's going to make for an intriguing season. Uh, 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 An unbelievably close season, um, and we're looking forward to it. We are going to do a
0: bit of a segment, which we haven't done before next. Uh, It is called, Who Needs to Pull Up Their Socks? So um, I want you to have a think about this, Bryce, because we'll come back to you. Thanks to Underworks, Australia's biggest selling socks, underwear, and thermals for men and women. Who needs to pull their socks up? And in relation to that, this is the other thing I want you to think about. Daniel sent in a text. Who's a better forward, Fogarty or Marshall? Stats are pretty close who has a bigger upside, don't answer it yet. Have a think about it. We'll come back and get your thoughts if you want to get in touch with the show. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 just on 8 o'clock on SENSA. Good morning.